Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Post Game here on the Cyclone Fanatic social media feeds and on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast network. My name is Chris Williams, uh, coming to you from Jack Trice Stadium. Iowa State loses tonight to Texas 26-16. Let's talk about it. Of course, we are presented by our friends at Carl Auto Group in Centurion Stone of Iowa. As always, this is an interactive conversation. So if you guys have thoughts, put them in the comments here, and I'll, I'll get to as many as possible after I kind of run through some of my thoughts on this one. First of all, Texas is a is a good football team. We all knew that they're really good. They're a you know potential college football playoff type roster. Uh, it's nothing that that you guys didn't know, but when when that happens. And you're trying to pull off one of these, you know, big upsets. Not a huge upset, I guess. Only an eight-point underdog. But when when you're in that type of a situation, you have to do a couple of things. You have to one take advantage of situations when they're presented to you, and you can't make the big mistakes. And the you know, couple big mistakes I thought tonight for Iowa State was obviously the blocked PAT. It was just monumental. It impacted this entire stadium. It, you know, the fact that Texas takes it to the house was really a four point swing because they went for two later on. So, yeah, it, it was a really, really big deal, especially when you had missed a field goal earlier in the first half. Yeah, you just add it all together. And then Rocco Beck's interception in the third quarter, I thought was equally as damaging. Reason being, defense gets a huge stop. Again, crowds into it, kind of flip that situation. And, uh, you know, to me, that that kind of felt like that was what that was what did Iowa State in. Really, though, beyond Rocco Beck, we were all concerned about this going into the game. And that was the battle in the trenches. And I thought Iowa State's defensive line actually was considerably better uh, than than what I thought they would be tonight. Iowa State's offensive line wasn't terrible. I, I, I wasn't, but the pass protection. I leaned into this early in the week. If you guys listen to me a lot and follow me on Twitter, I really thought it would be a key. And I, I'd love to know the pressure stats, and and we'll get the analytics tonight or tomorrow of just how much Rocco Beck was under pressure. In this game, it felt like every time he stepped back to throw, he was kind of running for his life. Now, with that, they 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 
moved the ball pretty well through the air, you know, 13 and a half yards per reception. Really a pretty good game. And, you know, what a play call by Nate Shieldhouse, the 66 yard pass to Easton Dean. Uh, but it just, it, it felt like Iowa State was constantly, when you needed the big play, just not really coming through. They had some big plays, but there were stops you weren't getting. The, the I wanted to point out Malik Verdon going out, which, guys, I, I just keep saying it, the importance of Jeremiah Cooper and Malik Verdon to this defense is, it's hard to calculate. It's it's so big. Verdon goes out, his replacement comes in, Texas goes right at him, big play for a touchdown. And we've seen it time and time again this year. So Iowa State really had a hard time getting off the field there in the second half. Uh, Texas is a better football team, right? They're older. They are, you know, more talented. If Iowa State was going to pull off that upset tonight, they were going to have to do those. You just weren't going to be able to make those big mistakes and pull it off. And unfortunately, Iowa State did that. I'm not disappointed. I thought they, I thought Iowa State played really well. I was really, 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 really happy with the defense for the majority of the game. Uh, you know, at the end, it, it got a little bit rough. I just hope Verdon's deal wasn't too bad because you you look at the matchup next week against Kansas State, you really need safeties that can come up and be physical in the run game. Um, I, you know, I will, I will agree here with Cole in the comments. Cole's watching on YouTube. I'll agree with you to a point. Uh, when Cole says too many runs into the strength of their defense, um, I don't necessarily know if Iowa State would have had any success trying to stretch the field in the running game. I just thought at some point uh, in the second half, it just felt like too many runs on first and second down. It wasn't there. Iowa State averaged 0.4 yards per carry tonight. Like it, It wasn't there. Nobody's run on this Texas team. What makes you think Iowa State's going to be able to? And then, you know, the passing game was really good. I mean, really, really good. Rocco had the one interception was a bad ball, but, you know, the one thing I would like to see if you're going to do it in the running game, do some design quarterback runs. You'd seen that a lot the last month from Iowa State, and I, I think you had one in the fourth quarter tonight, according to my notes. So, listen, it, we knew it would be a tough matchup as far as the the trenches go for that Iowa State offensive line, and, and it they were very uh, humbled tonight, I thought, and, and they should be. You know That Texas defensive front's the best in college football. The only thing that makes me feel good is we had this red all week. Um, let's, let's go to some of your comments here. Uh, we appreciate all of you guys who are watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Many people are probably streaming this on their way home. Hope you guys get home safely tonight. Chris says, no reason to hang our heads. Hung with Texas. They have better players and a better offensive execution. I think that's a pretty good way to put it. Um, I, yeah, it just, you know, I am such a, the way I analyze offense isn't really fair because I'm such an air raid nerd. And it's just like, it. you had to, listen, they were less stubborn than I thought they would be tonight. I thought that 
I thought that they came out and really called some nice plays. I think Shieldhouse is a phenomenal play caller. I think he's getting better by the day. I'm not being critical of him at all. This is I my deal is when you're down double digits in the second half, why aren't just come out and throw? Like I get it. You want to keep them honest in the first half. You got to show that you're going to try and run. I understand all that. These guys have forgotten more about the sport than I'll ever know. But if you're in the fourth quarter and you're down two possessions, like what's the point in running on first and second if you know you're not going to be able to? That would be my critique of it. But listen, Chris says this. <laughs> uh, when will the present of Iowa State football be bright? I think it's very bright right now. Nobody had this team going to a bowl game with I think I got 20 starters returning next year with Vaughn and Tampa being the ones leaving. I think there's a pretty good chance Darian Porter's back to play corner for you. Like the future's very bright, and I think the present's bright. You're going to go to a bowl game. I'll take that for this year. I would have signed up for that. I don't know what your expectations were, sir, but um, really, uh, I think it's been a great season. This is not a hang your head type of game. You didn't get embarrassed you played really you know you're an eight point underdog you lost by 10 it was right at expectations i thought that tonight was fine it's just again if you're going to win a game like this with the talent differential with the just the matchups didn't favor iowa state in this one if you were going to win this one you just there were certain things you can't do and the block pat turning into a two-point conversion the you know, the, all those things, you just throw them all together, a missed field goal, the interception. The uh, I forgot to say that Verdon had the interception just on a silver platter in the second quarter and dropped it, right? Like all those things, you just put them together. You got to do those things to win a game like this. And I would say just didn't make enough of those plays tonight. And to Texas's credit, they didn't do a lot to, you know, go out and outright lose the game for them. I thought Texas... Had a couple of those plays in the first half that were called back, uh, that were touchdowns. So they would probably, you know, an objective look at it. I think a Texas fan would say, "Well, we did these things wrong," uh, but they didn't. They didn't make the big. Ewers wasn't great tonight, but he didn't make a big mistake, right? Those types of things. Uh, Texas was just solid at. They didn't go out and lose it. So put it all together and. That's the situation. I'm um, I'm not optimistic about that game next week. They, they I, I really want to see about Verdon's status because that game kind of terrifies me. Without both, the, the, here's the problem with those safeties. It's some like they're always hurt because they play so freaking rough, and that's why you love them. They're nasty, but they're hurt all the time. Like when's like, when's the last time Iowa State had a stretch of games with healthy Cooper and Verdon? Like the guys get they just they play so physical. It creates that, right? So, anyways, uh, good game. Uh, hope everybody had an awesome day of tailgating. Beautiful weather here for November. We have so much coming up in the next 10 days. I was working on our schedule for content at Cyclone Fanatic today before the game. Uh, looking ahead to Thursday, men's basketball on men's and women's basketball tomorrow. Uh, men's and women's basketball, men's basketball on Thursday, Friday, Sunday, football, Kansas State on Saturday, women's basketball, Friday, Saturday, 
wrestling versus Iowa on Sunday. So we're going to be working overtime for you guys. We really appreciate all of you guys hanging out and um, consuming our content here on Cyclone Fanatic. Thank you so much. And we'll be back uh, tomorrow night, Sunday night with Williams and Bloom here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network.